You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. your head because it's Friday and we're here again. Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison. Every other Friday, you just got to be on tap with which one it is. We got Jessica. Hey. That's right. <laughs> and we got it. Yeah, we got a new intro we're working on. I think we're going to voice over something on there. But uh, I'd like to thank the uh, the infamous T-Money Green from Base in Your Face here. Podcast Detroit Saturday afternoons, I think. One o'clock. I thought he was going to change it or something. But anyway, yeah, thanks for uh, permission to use that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it's a whole, uh, the song is really good. This is like, kind of like the, the rockiest of it, but it's, whole thing's pretty good. It's like four minutes, but it's great. So hi, Matt. Hey, hey, what's happening? Nothing, literally nothing. The way that intro happened, just, it's one of those days. It's cold as absolute balls outside. Well, balls aren't typically cold, but you know what I'm saying? If you put them in the freezer for eight days, that's about as cold as it is outside. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a joke there. I'm not going to go there. It's like the wind is blowing snow sideways. Yeah, it is kind of windy today. It was funny. You got that alert. I know I got that alert on my phone the other day saying it was supposed to be windy the other day. And I'm thinking, there's not really much wind out here. Then today it was like really windy. People lost power. Yeah. All those millions of people who normally listen to us now can't listen. I know. Actually, okay. we'll when I say million, I mean two. Two but million? I, but, I, <laughs> but, I think, but I think, to be honest with you, I was exaggerating. Both of those people have power right now. So we're okay. True. One of them is not home. She had to postpone her uh, weekly grocery shopping with her mom till today. Or tonight. There maybe. is an app. There because are headphones. You can stick one in one ear and have mom in the other. <laughs> I love yeah, mama. Was, Ma- uh, Ruth's mama, though. It was Wednesday, the ice day. And I actually had oh, to stay yeah. home from work that day and worked from home. That was the first time I've ever worked from home. So I was Yeah, she posted that on Instagram. I think you sitting there looking like you're doing something. Yeah, I, had to, I, on the other hand, got I, to stay home. I posed home. for that because I wasn't doing anything all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand, had to stay home, could not go to work, and didn't get paid for it. So, And that makes like, I don't know, Martin Luther King Day, which I'll take happily. Um, then there was the Wednesday, then we had a snow day, and then like two or three days of last week, and then another day this week. I'm like hurting, and Christmas is over, and the girls' birthdays have just happened. So didn't they just I'm pass right now. something about how Michigan can add two or three more snow days? Three more snow days without having to make them up. Right, right, yeah. It, but it's in it's stuck in red tape right now. Is so it? I, yeah, it's not. I'm not. That's not a real thing. But yeah, keeping up with the schools, you got fundraisers are all kicking off. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. Mad Splatter Graphics is going to support the Centerline High School Band this year, so we're doing cool. all their hoodies and sweats well, that's awesome. for their winter gear, so that's Good cool, for you. right? Um, and that's, it's pretty much just go home, put pajamas on, grab a blanket, 
and just wait it out. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. I mean, I had my head buried in my book because I finally got it back from the editor. So I'm doing another read through. So that's uh, that's fun. All right on. You I get the know. red ink in the margins? Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, I already accepted most all of her changes. Now I'm just kind of reading through it all just to see if there's any last-minute changes I might want to make before I upload it to, uh, you know, the create to the KDP website, Kindle Direct Publishing. Because I told my artist that uh, I'll give him – because he's got to have dimensions for his – for the picture he's making so it fits the book just right. He needs to know how thick it's going to be and yada, yada, yada. So I won't know that until I upload it also. Yeah, because there's a spine. you got to make sure the spine yep. sizes. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I, I definitely feel his pain. I, that's one of the projects I had to do at Specs Howard. Ugh, why do I say that? They don't – whatever. I'm going to skip it and we're just going to like <laughs> – Anyway, at my graphic design school, Media Arts, um, we had to do book covers. It was a little complicated. Try to make sure when it folds over the cover and there's a picture of the author in there with it, that all that stuff is kind of just right. Yep. Yeah. Make sure that the, ti- not the, easiest. the title that you have on the spine is actually centered on the spine. He did a really good job with it last time. He did. Um, so he did. I figure if I give him the right dimensions, we'll be all right. And I think Perfect. KDP does a decent job cutting it and so on and so forth. But you guys got some new ink. I noticed. Yeah, we did. Well, you and Abby hang and on, excuse me, hang on. <laughs> and then Cameron got a hole in her face. You Cam- said, "Yeah, I, well, I, I right? had that put there. I had a hole put in Cameron's face, and so we'll start from the beginning. Yeah, so yes, uh, the twins just turned fifteen. Abigail turned eighteen. So they're all kind of benchmarks in their own way. Uh, so we were gonna go celebrate something. Kylie, Kylie stayed. Not really sure. So she's still gonna ride it out, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Totally great." Uh, Cameron has been bitching and complaining because she wanted the hole in her face. So a birthday was a good way to put yeah. her off for six months and then <laughs> um, digest it and process it myself and then be able to prepare and go get it done. Because so, 15, I think, is a little bit young. But considering what they could be doing and, and you know, they're, they're What's funny, pretty good kids. So just to play that. off that a little bit, was Ruth and I, I was a guy – some a lead singer of a band I really like. Um, he and his family, they were like at their kid's 16th birthday. If they wanted to, they can get their first non-ear piercing. So facial, navel, whatever. Um, and then at 18, they can get their first tattoo. And I'm like, oh, I like that kind of age break off. It's like all right because tour, so. if you decide to take jewelry out, unless it's, you know, extreme gauges or whatever, you're, you're pretty much going to be just fine. And people pierce babies' ears. Like when they're like two right. days old, they don't yeah. even ask permission. They just go ahead and do it. So I figure this wasn't a bad thing. But Abigail just turned 18. And since Happy birthday. since we are an ink family, I really wanted to put off that because once it starts, then it's like, what am I yep. going to get next and next and next? And she's still young. And for the young people, uh, I will stand by my words of be very careful what it is, where you put it. Because it could end up changing the direction you want to go. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. And of course, as time goes by, it'll be less and less like that. Like it was, it's less like that now than it used to be. Yes. But it still is. And so if you want to end up being taken very seriously and find yourself in a prestigious place, you want to be able to, you want to be able to keep a spot. Uh, and I think if that's the rules for playing the game, 
I think it's it's a little bit okay. I still had that little bit of that guilt in the back of my head about having ink and showing it in place. So like um, over last weekend, I helped one of our clients. Um, we helped them move. So we broke down their computers and then we set them back up in their new office. And they are a financial services firm. Um, mega, mega money coming through that place. And so I'm wearing short sleeves. You know, so I'm showing off my, you know, incomplete you lot, sleeve, yeah. but, you know, and I'm thinking, are they going to, you know, but my boss didn't care and they didn't say anything. So, but it's still, I had that in the back of my head. Right? Like, are they And for say me, something? it's kind of the same way. I mean, alternative education, it's, it's kind of like better that I have it okay, because yeah. it's kind of like a street cred kind of thing. I, I hate to say it that way, but mm-hmm. it, it is kind of a respect sort of thing. So my hair is this purple color. Uh, I got ink all over the place, and I'm like, "All right, now let's get real." And I think it carries a lot of weight. I kind of, I kind of look like I talk, you know, like what you see is what you get. So I think it worked out well for me. However, um, I just want to keep that in mind. Yeah. Like, you want to throw that theory away? Be my guest, but I, I can't not mention it. So anyway, I, I make her wait till she's 18, so that by now she doesn't already have 10. <laughs> right and and she went and she got the cutest little it's a little sheet ghost um so it's a little kid and he's got socks and like tennis shoes so the little legs are sticking out it's like a pencil drawing real simple real cute and perfectly her that's it kind of sums up a lot about her and i can see her enjoying that for the rest of her life so i was totally cool with it but there is no way no way that's one thing about and maybe it's just me. You guys all tell me it's just, who am I fucking kidding? You guys aren't gonna tell me <laughs> shit. So I'm gonna do what I want. Tell um, me shit, please. Can't tell walk me into shit. a tattoo place, have your you know virgin. Ah, that's a bad word to use for your daughter as well. Uh, tattoo less. Comes, right, right. Inkless. Child, go in inkless. Go in and get their first tattoo. Uh, but I did, and did what I should have done with I don't know nine or ten or however many I already have. Uh, is get one myself. There's no way it's hard. I'm going to walk out of here yep, yep. and not have one. I'm sorry. That's just the way. She can go first because this is all about her. Yep. Uh, but I'm not walking out of here. So <laughs> we both got one. And then Cameron, of course, the hole in her face refers to her nose being pierced, yeah. which it wasn't an eyebrow. wasn't something, I'm not going to say dumb, but I think it's dumb. Uh, for young people, I think it's kind of okay. But. She, she picked the nose and I thought, all right, if you decide to take it out, it'll heal up. It'll be a tiny yep. little dot and who will care? Uh, so that's what we did. So, But I had to sign for that. I had yeah. to give permission for that. And we had to go to a different place because the place I trust for my ink doesn't do minors. Hmm. So we had to go to another tattoo place, in which case I say to Abigail in the parking lot, do not let on that we just got tattoos. I think it's the rudest thing in the world to walk into somebody's tattoo shop after being at someone else's tattoo shop and talk about the tattoo they gave you. <laughs> um, because this guy does minors and your place doesn't. Like right. second fiddle kind of thing. So uh, we just kind of made sure that that was never a conversation. And camera got her nose pierced and I, I had them do that because it was me who said yeah and she loves it she got a little hoop looks cute so yeah both so, of them did i think yeah, i, think I went out the tattoo and, the picture i saw was really cool too and i mutilated my children and yeah. had a really good time doing it <laughs> weird funny. how I, I saw an interview and this kind of plays off what you just said i saw an interview <laughs> between a 20 something tattoo artist in england 
and an 80-something tattoo artist. And both of them obviously been doing tattoos their whole lives, like 20-something, not very long. I have a guy in England. But the 80-year-old guy has been doing it for a very, very long time. Right. And they were talking about how – and they are talking about the attitudes that tattoo shops have compared to when he was young as compared to now. And it's funny because to now, I got recommended to go to the guy who's doing my dragon right now from – the tattoo artist that was that gave my daughter her t- tattoo, Kirsten. Like you didn't know who my daughter's name was. Um, uh, I know. I don't Chris, think we should have people, ever done that, but we've done it. <laughs> there's it's other people done. listening, I guess, too. Maybe. There's Maybe. two. We've yeah. discussed that already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and you guys know our Twitter and our email address, so I won't be giving you that later either. Yeah, right. Just search it. We'll, we're there. So, I mean, I remember <laughs> asking the guy if he does, you know, what I'm looking for. And he's like, yeah, I can do it. But if you want it done right, I would recommend this guy. And it's funny because during this interview, um, <laughs> the older tattoo guy was telling the younger girl, was he was like, back in my day when I was young, that was unheard of. The tattoo shops were like competing with each other. Um, and, he's like, and he says, sometimes it got brutal. They would get physical. Um, it was that bad. And so it's funny how you say, how you, <laughs> your mic is just like, Woo. it's all willy nilly. <laughs> but it's funny how you said that, you know, you kind of felt like it's a disrespect thing by walking in already having tattoos done. And it kind of is in a way. Like, no, I saw like people walk in a half shop. an hour. Right. Because I saw like people walk in the Like it still had the garbage shop. bag over the top of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Because like I said, the last, the, the last session I had was seven hours long. I'm not doing that again. But last session I had was seven hours long. And there was people coming in who were freshly tattooed um, and they were there to support their friends. I'm like, you just got tattooed someplace else and your friends getting one here? I mean, the place, because the place I went to, Big Top, they only do tattoos. They they don't do piercings. Um, And so they had people come in all the time asking, do you guys pierce? Like, no, we don't. Yeah, Division doesn't Um, either. I didn't know that then. Which is fine. You know, whatever. They specialize in what they specialize. Right. but no, I mean, there, I think there's still that little bit of a stigma there, or maybe that little bit of a rivalry there. But I don't. It's not near. According to this interview, it wasn't not as nearly as, it, as bad as it was way back when. But, well, and I got my first tattoo in 1991, and I got it on my lower ankle. And I thought this was a good place. place. Same place Ruth got her first tattoo. Well, but the thing is, people didn't do that then. Right. Right? So it was like, all right, down here, that way I can wear socks. I cannot Mm -hmm. wear socks. I have have control. Uh, And next thing you know, everybody's got ankle tattoos. So this might have been 1990. Anyway, um, yeah. And so then it became, all right, now I got to get another one because this isn't a statement at all anymore. Now this is normal. This is par. So if you want to kind of, and I realize, right, all this time, of course, the only real way to make a true statement where that's concerned is to never get pierced and never get tattooed. That is something that takes persistence, takes yeah. effort to to not do that while a whole world is tattooing themselves and, and doing, you know, well, tattoo, I mean, obviously not the whole world, right but now more is at, people. I think is, at a, is almost at a peak. It's going to go down again. Because that was the other, that was another aspect of that little interview that they're having is they comes, especially the guy who's eighty still doing tattoos. So people like, will comes, be able to know what generation we are by how many tattoos we that have. and the kind because ta- I know they can tell how angry I am. Yeah, that <laughs> and the many. style of tattoos. Because it's funny because I was, you see how there's 
during the 90s, there was a certain trend of tattoos were happening. And then uh, the, the 2000s. Tramp stamp? Exactly. I and so there's of all of the different generations, not really generations, almost every decade you have different styles that are going on. So you can almost say, you got all your tattoos during, you know. Right. <laughs> when you look at Henry Rollins. Rollins hasn't had new fresh ink in decades. He had all his tattoos done in the 80s. He's got all his like. books and magnets and stickers and all that crap on sale right now. Books, 10 bucks. Oh, really? Yes. I'll have to go check that There's out. There's a couple I, st- I, I want, so I'm going to go get those now that you mentioned Henry Rollins. <laughs> not too many people know that dude, and those who don't, uh, you're not as cool as those who do. There's just That's just the way it is. Well, it's funny because- uh, and, and when I joke that I'm a liar, you ought to know what I'm referring to. You know, if you don't, I we know. can't be friends. I know. Right? Really? It's funny because I, I was mentioning I to, scream to it, so. my sister Katie, who's my <laughs> youngest sister, who's in her early 30s still. And uh, she's a huge fan. So we, me and her used to huge go to Huge fan. Black time. Flag. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah. So that's who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. Now he does acting and stuff and speaking tours. Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He did like episodes of like Law and & Order. And he was he in did Bad Boys kind of too. He was. He was. Yeah, he's just if there's an epitome of white cool guy, I well, that he was, would be uh, one and of for my those people who tops. are big um Sons of Anarchy fans, he was in Son of An- Sons of Anarchy for yes, I think at least one or two seasons. I think it was one season. Um he played a skin There's some about his face. Yeah. Yeah, he did play he did he play races. But yeah, he was Which is totally makes... not him in real life. No, it isn't. <laughs> but his look, the way he's just yeah. so brash and Kind of cold looking. You could you could pull off hate. He can pull off hate really well. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he definitely can. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah. speaking of tattoos and kids, and um, so I thought at least this is this is mine to uh, something cool to end a hard winter. We had a hard winter. It's still hard, but I mean, holidays were rough this year. We didn't we didn't really have the greatest time. October came around, and I I mentioned to everybody that nobody trick or treated, and it was the first of thirty Halloweens in a row. Rain, I mean, well, rain, cold, I mean, snow, horrible rain, <laughs> a couple of years, and this is the first year that they're all like, no, we're going out with our friends, and kind of that was the end of something. So that kicked off. Just a difficult holiday season. And uh, so this was a way to do that. And then, of course, we had one of them deal with a little heartbreak. So there was that. And and that is something for a high schooler. In high school, that first big I really yep. give a fuck breakup yeah. is, I would say, it's one of the most in my history, looking back, it's probably one, the worst. Yeah. Okay, the first divorce might tie. Okay, yeah. Okay, because divorce, you're committed, you actually invest in this. It's not just dating, right? Uh, but when you're in high school and you and you get that far in, you don't realize how far that is mm-hmm. of a fall until you have to get over it. And then I, I'm still kind of, I'm still keeping my eye on it months later. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. And you got a teenage girl too, so. I do. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. When the dating scene, when the dating scene happens or started happening, that was one thing. Like I, I didn't want to have a girl during that time, you know. That was the if by when we when we when Kirsten was first born, that was one of the things that popped in my head that I was not looking forward to. It was the dating scene. 
Um, but I, mean, I don't know why it's different for guys. It is. Um, I don't know. I, maybe I, maybe I still have, maybe there s- is less pressure for you because I would say um, with all the, the people I've talked to, all the people I've seen go through it. I mean, <laughs> the, the courtship process is he puts himself out there. And then the female goes and she dresses up real nice. She does the makeup. It's kind of an acceptance thing. Okay. And I don't think it's exactly the same for both sexes, but it is in some cases similar. Everybody wants to put their best foot forward, oh, right? Yep. Um, but I think females, if females think, oh, I don't, I don't think he really likes me that much, I would tend to say that, that they have been in generations past more inclined to take a step forward past the halfway point. If they really like him, they will do and say and and be things. Generations past. It's I okay. don't think it's okay. necessarily like that anymore. I think we're raising our girls better where obviously they know unless you want to be a stay-at-home mom that takes care of your home and raises your children and you have 100% right to do that and you find a mate who can provide for you in that way to allow you to do that, that's great. But for the most part, I think – Women are, they're going to college, they're planning their careers, they're trying to do their own thing. Whereas in generations past, that wasn't necessarily so. It was kind of more of a society (laughs) norm. And if you went against that, you were like, whoa. But I think that set the precedent for it being easier for males to be in the dating process to, I don't know the ratio of breakups, who breaks up with whom more, but... And maybe it's maybe it's a female viewpoint on my part. Maybe it's a complete assumption on my part. Obviously, I don't have any clinical studies in front of me. So no, I I think, and I could, and I'm probably totally wrong in this. That's the um, punk part of the wisdom. Is that yeah. I, I don't know. I just think. Well, but, I, I think if more of us go around saying that, you know what? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Nope. Things might actually be better, but um. I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if this is just what society has pumped into our brains, um, but I always viewed as it's harder on women because they're more vulnerable than men, which, like I said, can be in totally wrong. And I probably might be totally wrong, but that's just kind of the thought process. Cause what I've been brought up as is like girls are more vulnerable. Girls are more fragile. You got to treat them as princesses and yada, yada, yada. Um, and it's like, at what point, I mean, I understand if you want to treat your daughter as a princess when she's a little kid, but at what point do we start treating them as, you know, human beings? I'm like, not treat them like a guy, but treat them as, I don't know. I, I'm not sure where the heck I'm going with that. I um, totally agree. I don't, I don't this, want them yeah. to, I don't want to, I don't want her to feel like that she's getting walked over, if that makes sense. No, it's absolutely true. Are you dumbing her down or are you... Lifting, it's a really fine line because I she want is a her girl to be independent, and you, right? Like, and you can never treat two even same sex children the same way, let alone a boy and a girl. Everybody is treated differently. Everybody, it, at least for my children, um, I believe they were treated to the manner in which their personality suggested to me. Yeah. So if I knew someone didn't handle disappointment very well, I would handle disappointment a little differently with them. Somebody had no problem taking it. I'd be like, look, dinner plans changed. But with that person who was looking forward to it all day and was a little bit more volatile, you'd have to go, look, I got some bad news. Here's the deal. Right. Things get screwed up. But 
and then you move on to some sort of solution and that was better for her to handle that way so even if you had two girls you would treat them differently so what is the right way i don't think there is one particular right way i don't think so and of course, as soon as someone says you shouldn't be doing that to her, you should you should be, you know, teaching her the reality of it, that she's not special, that there is nothing she's going to get outside those doors that she's not going to have to fight for, whether she's a boy or a girl. The world out there isn't handing out favors. So is that the right way or do you raise a cynical person then? Right. So it's it's a huge combination of all those things. And I don't. I think obviously extremes are bad no matter what. Yeah, definitely. But if you keep it somewhere in that giant gradient gray area. I think as long think as it's. Be all right. Everybody yeah. needs therapy. Okay. So don't worry about they, it. They do. And the thing is that's a whole other subject and topic to talk about the stigma and therapy and stigma when it comes to mental health. But um, but no, I mean, is when we bring up this, I really only have experience with, with uh, daughters because that's all I have. When you bring them up, I think it's it's vital to keep those ideals. Is that what I'm looking for? Um, in mind, the, the the extremes of treating them as the princess and treating them as the toughest nails, do it yourself. Um, or buying your little boy all wrestlers. What? Right. Well, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, and that was one of my favorite things to do. I didn't realize it was helpful when our girls were little. But I, I look back and I realize now it was a real good thing when we used to not really fret so much over Christmas presents. Like, girl, they never had like a, they might have had like one of those little kitchens, but when they were two or three, it didn't, you know, they didn't keep that stuff. The Barbies and all that stuff kind of fell away pretty quickly. We built stuff. So they had lots of Legos. They had lots of Kinects. They had those kind of things to foster the STEM kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. I was. It's kind of in the school district then, so I kind of tried to pull some of that from what I was getting at yeah. work and applied it home. But whenever we had Christmas, the girls would always get money, and I would always take them to Toys R Us, Rip Toys R Us, <laughs> uh, and they would spend their money on things they wanted. And so I never had to worry about, do they want a fire truck? Do they want a pink unicorn i didn't have to worry about it at all they picked everything they wanted i never questioned it it was great what's funny is i I think the most uncomfortable part of my of me being a parent and this is probably my experience and your experiences are going to be different and so on and so forth because we're bringing up different people and we ourselves are different people but my most uncomfortable part yeah um (laughs) I wouldn't wish myself on anybody. I love you, Ruth. I wouldn't wish you on anybody either. <laughs> totally <laughs> death Ruth. Um, but <laughs> I, had, I was at the most uncomfortable parenting when we were still avid churchgoers and avid Christians. Um, now that I look back on it, because I'm, I look at now her being a teenager, you think be this would be the roughest part of parenting is with during a teenager. And like this – I'm not saying this is a cakewalk, but I feel more comfortable as a parent during these last, say, eight nine years since we've kind yeah, of yeah because I she's your pal. Church. No, kind oh, of. Oh, you sorta. don't you don't think it's? I think it might be a little That's bit of both, of but yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll wait till you're done. Um, as opposed to when she was a lot younger, when we were still going to church a lot of time, full time. Um, I'm not sure if it's because I would 
I'm pretty sure it was because at that time I was wrestling with all those rules, all those regulations, all the fundamentalism, fundamentalism thinking and so on and trying to instill that into my kid and thinking she needs to be more independent, but these teachings aren't letting her be more independent. Um, and they're teaching her this kind of way and I don't want to teach her this kind of way. Uh, that kind of thing. So oh, I, that's I had just to go like you're struggling I, with another parent. Yeah. And I, and I, I had to branch out of our norm when it came to the churches that we were going to. I was branching out, listening to other speakers, still Christian. I'm putting up air quotes. Um, but I had to branch out to get away from that. I'm like, there's got to be something else. So I was even back then really seeking. I'm like, there's got to be other teachings, better way of parenting this kid than what I'm learning here. Because I'm not one. I'm not liking how some of these kids are turning out. Other parents' kids. No offense to all those other parents, but I'm like, they're all kind of the same. They do the same thing. They bring them up the same exact way. Part of me thinks when you when you spend a child's childhood telling them they're a product of the Most High God, that they are protected, that they are embraced, that they are forgiven, that they are accepted, that everything they do is okay, and everything they're going to do is going to be okay, and everything around them is exactly like it should be, sounds a lot like breeding privilege. There's that. There's definitely that. And I, the other part I was talking with uh, the other day is I think a lot of it too is that we uh, – when you when I was brought up in that atmosphere, that culture, um, that the Christian culture – and I'm not – we're not going to bash on Christians too much here. But the Christian culture at that time, and I still think it is the same way, they teach you that you're a bad person. Yeah, that you have guilt, that you have You are a bad yeah. person. You should be shameful. You you are not worthy of God's love, but which is love in But you do it this way, um, and, and your path is, is gold. Right, but still, you're nothing if you don't have this particular God right. figure in your life. Right. And even when you do have this God figure in your life, you're still nothing because he's having mercy on you. And so you, you, you're brought up just feeling like you're shit. You are an unworthy person. I would you're say, not a full human being, and you suck. I would agree with that where it comes to the more uh, Catholic religions, right? Now, the Baptist religions didn't focus on that. It was all not about— as much. It's all about how we got you now, honey. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And and that's where I say where the yeah. privilege side yeah. comes. Like and the consequence yep. doesn't matter because all you have to do is say you're sorry and everything is forgiven. Everything is fine. So, you know, and and but the church, you're right. They need you to be feel guilty. They need you to feel bad. So that right, you require you go to another and I human think that's being why I was having the and tell them time. all those awful things you did. Like, who the fuck is this guy yeah. to get like all my laundry? He, I mean, he gets soap operas. And I don't know. <laughs> I just think for all the ones that have been accused of hurting children, it, I wouldn't put it past one to sit in a in a confession box and totally enjoy everything he hears. Yeah. How people are having affairs, how people are um, doing awful things. And they're like, well, you know, what do you think about that? Yeah, give me details. It's just I have the whole idea you used to freak me that. right out. Yeah, like what do you think of like when you go home? Do you just like forget all that? Because you heard – seriously, there's some some shit I'm sure is like 50 shades of gray shit. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Especially those people who really take this this religion seriously. What's the point of going in to confess half half ass? 
because you've already established that he knows everything already and you need to atone for it anyway. How are you going to do that? Yeah. Right? You got to let it all go. I don't know. I just, the whole thing just seems so suspicious. I, it, and that, I think, <laughs> and that's, I think, why I had the hardest time, my hardest time of parenting was during those years. I would, I would definitely agree. It's like a, it's like another authority figure that's trying to teach a different sort of authority. Yeah, because the other teaching is that child's not yours anyway. It's God's. So right. It's, you're it's just right. On, you're, you're just, on loan. Yeah. So, I mean, like, whatever. I mean, now it's, Somebody it's, returned me when I was a kid and they didn't tell me. <laughs> I tell me about it. <laughs> but now it's like, I mean, like you brought up, she is she is kind of more of my buddy now, which, which is funny because we've kind of don't have that buddy ship as much as we had in the past because now she's growing more into a woman. So she's got a lot of things that she's going through emotionally and physically that I cannot relate to. Um, and she wants to talk. She In the beginning, I think she wanted to talk to me about it and she would try to talk to me about it, but I'm just like, um, I don't know what you want me to say. Um, and so she's kind of taking a lot of those conversations to Ruth and now it's gotten to the point where she's like, me and mom are going to have my, me and mom time, which is fine. I mean, I, that doesn't bother me. Um, so we don't no, have you're as like, good, close. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> now I am. I'm, I'm getting so much worse as I get older. <laughs> um, I'm going to be one of those old people. Get off my lawn. Um, but yeah, I mean, we still have that kind of, <laughs> I think we do have more of that buddy relationship. Ruth and her clash a lot more than me and Kirsten do. We have two women in the but, same home now. Now it's, because she's trying to find herself too. We, and Abigail and I have that struggle sometimes too. She's, you know, and then of course, in the end, so we have a we have a struggle about something, and it'll be like, no, 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 I I know how to study for my finals, or just something random, right? And I'd be like, no, I don't think you do, um, because I'm not stupid like you think I am, and it's not just my experience; it's what I know. Yeah, and I'm telling you what, you better take the advice. And of course, things will happen, and and what do you do when it's all over with? Do you look and go? Now, I told you so. You don't want to be that guy, right? No. So you got to be like, so are we good for next time? And yeah, like, okay, you, you earned some points there. I, I feel you. But then you do the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over again. It's like, so I'm going to have to start saying I told you so. I'm going to have to start going, <laughs> well, ha ha, told you so. That's one of the hard points apart, Mary, about Marriage about parent maybe maybe marriage too. That's one of the hard parts about parenting. Is Don't let, ever tell her you told her so. As, as letting them yes. letting them make their mistakes. She'll hear this in syndication. I'm oh, like, she's listening right now. <laughs> oh, she. She's, oh, she's not well, home, but she says she'll be listening. Um, thanks for saying hi. But uh, she's. Uh, but no, I was like, it's letting your kids make those mistakes, and that's a hard thing to do as a, as a parent. It's hard when you know the consequences are small. That they'll either be too late to go out with their friends or, you know, whatever. It's another thing when, like, final exams, right? I, I can't play this head game with you yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't get a second chance to do this. Or SATs, take the prep class. Take the prep class, kids. Take the SAT prep class. No, you don't get credit for it. No, it's not part of your graduation requirements. But God bless it. Take the freaking prep class. I'm just saying. And if it's a total waste of time, well, then you can tell your kids that. But I promise it won't be. And that's my sidebar on that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like arguing. And it's dumb stuff too. 
It's like, really? I don't know. But when it comes to dating and those kind of things, you're right back to back to having daughters. It's a slippery slope one way or the other. So I think if you try and ride the line of just embracing their freedoms and letting their path kind of build its own way, just keep them on it. It doesn't matter which way the path goes, right? As long as you help keep them on it and it looks productive down the line. I think Ruth and I did <laughs> a decent enough job of uh, keeping the dialogue open. Um, so she, so Kirsten's not a, I mean, it's gotten to the point now to where Kirsten will come up and just talk to us about just about anything. Um, I'm thinking, oh, I really don't need to hear this story. Um, but, but we've got such an open dialogue in the house that she's just like, I've got this issue. I'm going to talk to you about she's it. She's a communicator uh, too. Oh, definitely. Mine definitely. are like, fine. And I'm not sure if that's just because she's an only child and she doesn't talk to very many other people, so she uses us as her conduit. Oh, it could be. Um, she doesn't have a ton of friends, you know, so, and, I mean, she does have a few and she communicates with them like crazy on Snapchat and other the social media devices um, or apps or whatever. But, yeah, well, so I don't know, there's that aspect too. And it's, she doesn't date a lot. She was going out with her past boyfriend for almost a year, I think it was. Um, he was here. He was on the yep. show, wasn't he? Yep. That's right. Um, I'm not sure if he turned her off of guys altogether. <laughs> I'm sorry, Raymond. Wow. <laughs> Raymond, um, I, the views of Matt are not necessarily my views and opinions. But but that's what's funny because <laughs> Kirsten did come up to me and I got her permission to talk about this a little bit. So I'm going to. Um, she did come up to Be me. Be very careful. Uh, definitely, definitely. Because she she's interested in in dating girls, and and so she's come up to me and she's like, Dad, she goes, what if I am dating a girl and I want to bring her over to Nana and Papa's house <laughs> or to Grandma's Sorry? house, um, who, who both her grandma and her Nana and Papa, which is my mom and dad, and Grandma's Ruth's mom, are very conservative Christians and they have their opinions about gay people. They have their opinions. Um, and so she's like, what would they do? They have all I mean, kinds of opinions. Yeah. You know, what would they do? How are they going to, like, I go, one, you got to put that out of your head. I mean, when it comes to something like that, who gives a shit what they think? True. However. I go, but. <laughs> when you're in front of grandma, act like she's your bestie. Right, right. And Just, I told her, go, there's She can a, know what she knows. Yeah. She doesn't have to see what she should know. Right. Just be And, be and cool. I, told, I told her that. And I Don't. also told her, I'm like, one, I go, plus- Grandma is not going to say anything to you. Right. It'll be That's said it. to me. Right. It'll be said to your or mother. Mom. Yep. Um, so you will not have to worry about it. Exactly. But as long as you show respect while you're with them, you yeah, shouldn't have just a problem. Kinda, everybody's going to walk right. on eggshells a little bit, and it doesn't matter whether you should have to or you shouldn't have to. Fact is, you love your grandma, you love your mom. Just do it for the sake of it being the right thing to do. Step a little lightly. Grandma's going to step a little lightly, and mom's going to be like, watching both sides y'all <laughs> right, waiting for right. it to go sideways so it's it's all handled and if everybody can a- accept that everybody's going to be like that you just you get through it and then the next time it gets easier and then the next time it gets easier and then before you know it the family's added a new member and christmas is wonderful you know it's funny because i like i'm not if you're all real people right well that's what's and like i'm not sure why i'm comparing it to this but i'm going to compare it to because grandma's good people yeah yeah, and, and, and my mom and dad, to a certain extent, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that they are. I don't they know are good them, people. but, but it's funny because my mom and dad are adamant and totally dead set <laughs> against alcohol. Like I said, I don't know why I'm comparing alcohol to 
same-sex relationships, but hear me out. They're dead set against it. Now, over the years, since start a hashtag. <laughs> since we as siblings have been slowly introducing drinks to family events, my parents have wine in their fridge now. My dad, my dad drinks beer he was never drinking before. And so it's like, it's funny how they just like, all right, well, this is what it is. Before, they were dead, sense, dead set against tattoos. They're still, still not crazy about them. Well, that one on Pop's forehead is amazing. I know, isn't it? I helped him design that one. There's, we have to. Can we get like fake audience claps or some kind of shit? We'll insert that right here. So when you hear them, we'll tell Jessica later. Insert they weren't this here now. Here, um, she right? yeah, definitely. Just listen for the. <laughs> wait a minute, the forty-one minute. I don't know. Some it's seven forty-one. So oh, is it? Um, we we did actually get Remember started that. almost on time. I think we were like two minutes after or something. Really? Well, yeah. Kirsten, uh, Ruth said, "I love you too." Oh. Aww. All she said to me was hi. She was listening. Although her smiley face has his tongue sticking out. She so did the same hope. thing to mine. <laughs> oh, I got the same one. Come on. <laughs> I'm not, I don't play that game. One way or the other. Make your know. choices. No, don't. So that's that's the that's kind of the, 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 the drama going on in our house. It's not really drama. I mean, she Kirsten's having a rough time because, you know, she obviously has guys who are coming up to her all the time. Wanting to, hey, you're single now. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to date you. I'd rather date her. <laughs> um, but she doesn't have, you know, the, uh, I don't want to say balls. I can I can make great, her a t-shirt. She doesn't, doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't have the, uh, the confidence that she's at to I just did. walk up to somebody and be more assertive and ask. Oh, Mass Splatter Graphics started a new line. Um, pride every day. So you know how we celebrate pride. There's like yep. a day of pride, and there's a month of pride. Well, be every day I, of pride, but go I, ahead. I think. Well, it's there's um, it's proud every day, and yeah. that's it's its own hashtag. And there you go, one of those. Because it's all rainbowy and glitter. <laughs> so I mean, you know, one one word in rainbow glitter is yeah. fabulous. <laughs> Trust me, everything will get worked out. She won't have to say a word. She probably should. I mean, that'd be an easier way of just, you know, coming in, holding a sign because the sign will be right there on her shirt. Exactly. That's but, what that's what T-shirts are for. Yeah. There you go. Sending your message. Yours is Sisters what? of Mercy. Oh, all right. Oh, well, since we're. <laughs> <laughs> You're advertising. I'm not. I am. <laughs> I am for the wonderful Mad Splatter graphics. And it just so happens that the splatter on my shirt kind of matches the tone of my hair. It does. I know. So does my hoodie. So does your hoodie. Yeah, I know. So that was really cool. Hey, I got a, I got a hoodie at the resale shop. Look, okay. Because I love resale shops, right? Tony Hawk hoodie. There are headphones in the strings of yeah. my hood. Do they work anymore? Yes. Oh, cool. I know. I had to put right new rubber things on it, obviously, because, ew, ears. Uh, but yeah. So I'm 15 again. That's cool. I know I'm almost 50, but I'm wearing a 15-year-old's hoodie. Whatever. And it's really cool that there's... Whatever makes the you feel wire, again, you know? The wire in my pocket from my iPod, which I do have, so. We still have, I still have an iPod. I think I have Generation 2 out in my car right now. <laughs> a Generation 2 of a uh, Mine uh, has a battery touch. life of like two hours. Yeah, mine's constantly plugged in. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> I don't know sure how It's like plugged in for like three weeks. Yeah, I don't think the battery's going to last very long without plugging. Nope. Nope. I, I wanted to get products. another one. And people are like, well, because most of the time I just stream through my phone, right? Or at my computer at work, I just Spotify. I'm I'm lucky enough to be hardwired so I don't take up bandwidth yeah. and the IT department doesn't mind that I 
I stream Netflix or Spotify nice. or whatever. Sometimes the kids watch movies and whatever. Uh, but yeah, and and so I don't use the iPod anymore. The problem is I get that stupid fire cable on my iPhone and I don't have the headphone jack anymore. So if it's plugged in and charging when I normally listen to my music, like when I'm in bed, I need the iPod because phones, it can't be used. And I remember the old phone battery blow up dealies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want that to happen to me. So no, kind of suck. Yeah. That's why they keep saying that we shouldn't leave our phones plugged in like that. Because I have a, I still have an old phone I use as an alarm clock by my bed, and it's always plugged in. But hey, getting back to the dating thing, because there's something I was gonna totally, I totally forgot to ask. Because I wanted to ask you, because wow. this, is, this is a question that popped into Ruth's head, and since she's not here, I'm gonna ask it for her. Because one of the fears that she had with Kirsten dating a girl is outside of that society around her you know the, the social aspects outside of you know being a teenager dating same sex and since you are one of that you know, anyway i don't need to explain it you know where i'm going with it mm-hmm. so she was kind of curious cuz that's one of the things that was one of her fears and so i was like you know that's a good fear i mean it's not a good fear but that's a good question it makes sense it's practical what would she expect well, see, that's the thing, isn't it? And, and that's, and I hate to say it this way, but it's the same thing with racism. It's the same thing with, um, your, your religious, you know, the fundamental right. kind of things. You don't know when it's coming. Uh, you know, when you've seen it and you know after the fact, but the truth is, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to say this about black and white racism because I'm not, I'm not sure. I would have to kind of ask my kids and see what they say. I have to say about it. But you go a period of time um, in school. I would imagine she probably isn't going to have too many issues. I will say when Abigail broke up with um, her girlfriend, there was a lot of attention on the breakup. So people who knew and a lot more people knew than at least my perception of it was that the school all knew. Like mm-hmm. Abigail, they they broke up. Uh, I I I don't want to say her name, but right. And teachers were like, "Are you are you all right?" You know. So now it could be because she's the drum major of the band. It could be because she had kind of a little bit of a prestige. Kind of a high profile. A little bit more high up. profile. Uh, especially with the 75 member band and then their siblings and then their best friends and then that kind of extended family. So it may have been a lot of that, but she had a lot of sympathy. She had a lot of supporters. They didn't face a whole lot of hate or bigotry or any of that kind of thing in school, um, outside of school in life. That's a little bit different because a period of time will go by and you'll be with people who think it's trendy or you'll hang out in Ferndale where you can you can let it all out. You can kind of be yourself and it's safe there. You can go all kinds of places and you can live your everyday life. And for the most part, everything is fine. And then it, and then you'll get it. And then somebody will decide to say something to you. Somebody will decide to show a very hateful heart and soul. And they'll almost always use the word God. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Very, very, um, well, likely also the word animal uh, in the same sentence. Hmm. So, and then that'll shock you. 
and then you'll process that and then you'll cry and then you'll get angry and then you'll grieve kind of for that. And then life will go on again. And so you have, you build these walls and you're like, all right, the next time someone's going to get punched in the face. <laughs> uh, but then, but then so much time goes by. You can't live like that. You can't live right. life angry. So you move on and you start enjoying it again and then it'll take you by surprise again. So that. And you never know when it's coming and you can't brace for it every day and it'll come out of nowhere and it'll be like, well, fuck, because you're always stunned. Really? Still? Like, and then all of a sudden, then it starts hurting your feelings the more you think about it and then, you know, and that's what they want you to do. So the idea is if you could look and snicker, if you could make your just initial, I don't have a reaction reaction, be a snicker, you'll be okay. Then you walk away and then at least... You'll have looked at them like, I, you have no value to me, whatever. Right. And then you can cry about it later. But they don't, yeah, they want to bother you with that. So you got to be able to answer that one right on the fly. And that's not easy. But for the most part, the world is pretty cool. The world is, is, is pretty cool to us and our girls. And of course, in school and in society and stuff, we got pretty good girls. So the environment and the neighborhood, uh, the district that know us all very well, that's cool. At least we, That's you know, cool. uh, you I mean, can watch what we do. Okay, I mean, especially with the administration we have in the office right now, who are really, really trying to drive a wedge and separate people like that, um, and promoting the hate. Now I mean, you I'm, might I'm find assuming... she she does a little bit of detention, or all of a sudden there's something that's unacceptable. She gets a little punishment for, and you'll go, "Really? Huh? That's a coincidence." But there's really huh. not much. Yeah. You you run the risk. It may or may not happen. Um, but if it does, you get a little taste of what it was what it's like to be at the mercy of somebody who's who's more powerful over you just because of who you are or what you look like or who you're dating or your your color or your religion right. or huh. what the fuck ever. And those are the dicks. Those are the people that typically aren't happy with themselves. They're not happy with, I don't know, something going on. They want something extremely unrealistic. And I don't know if they understand what the country was founded on, but it wasn't just, no, it wasn't just European blood. immigrants. <laughs> it didn't say, give us your European white immigrants, and then we close it off, and then that's that. Uh, but, but whatever. It's low self-esteem, and I, and I think and when it comes fear, to- Fear, a lot of it's fear. When it comes to religious part of it, I mean, that's what you're brought up on. You're brought up as not and being And do you remember the whole marriage thing? Like, oh my God, fear. if you let gay people get married, then what does that mean for my marriage? They shouldn't be able to call it marriage. They should have to call it something else. Why does it have to mean anything? That's the thing. It was the fear <laughs> and, the, and yeah. the insecurity of, I value you and this process so little that- by definition, then that devalues mine. And I okay, don't yeah, understand. I, I see that aspect. I, I never looked at it that way before. That, that, that's, that's, it, that's the that, only way to look at it if you want my opinion. That makes a lot of sense. So, right? So you don't deserve that because what you're doing is wrong. And marriage is, is valueless. It means nothing. So then if you call huh. it the same thing as we do, then, yeah. And I would much rather tell myself... Well, lifting them up lifts me up as well than saying, I look so down on them that now my life is worth less yeah. because, because of the relationship that we have, because we're people. So I, how you could live like that, I have no idea. And I think once you know that, 
you can't not know that and you can no longer behave that way, which is why so many people refuse to know it. And that's why I Because then they'll away. have to then they'll have to grow up. And that's why I've walked away. What's funny is that um I haven't talked about family shit on this show in such a long time, but Ruth was visiting her mother on the way home, I think it was the night of the major snowstorm we were having, um, or we were going to have that lot of snow, and I thought, I'm going to have to get to work tomorrow, and nine times out of ten at our fucking car apartment complex, the plow goes through and plows my fucking car yeah. in, and I can't get out. And so I told Ruth, I'm like, hey, on your way home, could you pick up a shovel from your mom's house? Why don't you park in the middle? That way you have to plow on either side. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> And she's like, okay. So she goes over there and she does that. And what's funny is that the first thing out of her sibling's mouth was negative. He, he was like, why are you picking up? Why are you picking up the shovel? Why don't you go buy one yourself? Why are you t- Why are you borrowing mom's? Nice to see you too. That I haven't talked to in months, asshole. But it's like, it's like, do you hate yourself that much that you got to project that onto other people? And I, I think when we brought up in this religious, when yeah, it's the whole fundamentalism religious thing. You're 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 brought up thinking that you're unworthy, that you are a peon, that you are worthless, and so on and so forth. It's a lot easier to throw that under under other people, and whether and it's really easier to do that when they're not like you, when they look different than you. When they live their lives differently than you, they're not following by your rules. No, because then you don't have to realize you were attacking so yourself. Yeah. If they're too yeah. much like you, then you're attacking yourself and you can't have that. So them being a different color, a different religion makes them different somehow, which is so dumb. But, but I think a lot, a lot of our prejudices, a lot of our bigotry comes from – I think a lot of it comes from religion in general. Um not necessarily Christianity, but it's come, I mean, because Muslims do the same damn thing. Um, and a lot of other religions do it too. Extreme viewpoints does that. Yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. Without, without yeah, yeah. being able to, it's kind of like driving, right? Driving, in my opinion, is like a dance. If you soiree into yeah, this an lane and you do it right <laughs> and you're and you're cool about it, you pick your spot, you use your blinker, you're like, you can merge in there and everybody, nobody has to like, account for you or slow down for you or whatever and you're and you're if everybody's courteous to each other it kind of it's like in like a like a river right it just kind of flows but when you want to fight against the grain when you're like i need to get over but i want to be in front of that one car right there even though there's eight feet of space in front of that car and i'm going to take the space anyway then you start mucking up the system then the dance mm-hmm. becomes ugly mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable it's anxious i don't want to drive to work like that i don't want to get to work anxious so i try and watch what everybody else is doing anticipate most of it and then try and, and live my life and i think the thing is like that if you if you don't have the self esteem and the security to just let it run itself <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Did you see that? Like a groundhog up out of the... Hmm? I'll be your shop, bitch. What? You guys want me to grab you something? No, we're almost done anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole... Yeah, it's the whole... We we do the shot, and then we spend the hour. Yeah. yeah. Well, our, I think that's what a lot of the... Uh, that's mean, the that's what you're supposed to do. I think yeah. I think that limit even got lessened, didn't it? It's not 0.8 or 08 anymore. It's like 0.06. I don't know, it? I, what? I don't even know. That's bullshit. That's like half a beer. No one's buzzed off that. You couldn't even get a baby drunk off that. Come on. 
I wouldn't. Well, okay, maybe. I, we don't condone. No, obviously, I'm not saying give your kid. A, <laughs> Does everybody notice when listen, just if you the room? need to listen to me <laughs> on that one? You probably shouldn't have a child. So. <laughs> right, and dog. Okay, dogs can have a beer when it's hot and it's summery, and you're For like sure. Clint Eastwood. Totally give your dog a beer. <laughs> I mean, definitely. If not, they're just gonna knock it over and drink. Especially it anyway. if they're like twelve. <laughs> Because they don't know how many days they got, and yeah, that yellow yeah. lab is now more like a light beige. Aww. He's old. I have a I have a Great Dane. She's her face. She was black oh, and white. Such pretty dogs. I love Great Danes. She's so beautiful. But when the hips and the joints start going, yeah. it's, it's sad to watch them. Yeah, it it's, is. It's hard. She's like I don't know, twelve or. Wow. Every time someone asks me how old she is, I say something. It's either eleven or thirteen or twelve, something like that. Uh, I I could probably twelve look for at my such a big dog is actually really impressive. Yeah, I think it's more like thir- she is almost like thirteen wow. years old. So for a great Dane, that's pretty old. Yeah, and she's, she's a feisty old broad, and she's robust too. She's yeah. worth her weight. Yeah, she's not a skinny Dane. Good. I mean, I mean she's not you know wilting away. Right, yeah. right. She hasn't started losing the weight mm-hmm. and doing all that. Anyway, so yeah, so um, feed your dogs a beer, but not your babies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it. I think I think when people start realizing that. They don't have to control everything. You know, it's like that lady who has to be PTA president and she has to run all those fundraisers and she has to control the whole thing because it's all going to fall apart if she doesn't. Guess what? When someone else replaces you, they're going to do an okay job too. I'm a control freak. You don't, you don't have to. If you just, oh, the lack of anxiety when you just let it go. It's like, I don't need to be in charge of this. You got it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's, it's addicting. Actually, you want to go, I quit my job. I quit Girl Scouts. I quit roller derby. I quit, or that that might just be me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> did you? It's February, and it's like I I well I had to clear a lot of stuff off my plate before for my own mental health. I was Good literally crashing. Yeah. I was crashing no, it's so exhausting. hard. It's exhausting when you're busy and a control freak. Like it will totally ruin your life if you don't let some things go. Right, three jobs and three teenagers. Mm-hmm. All with separate sports and and activities after school and obligations and it was just it's killed me. Uh, so anyway, but, yeah, but that's how it is. Good so you, people though. just gotta chill. You just gotta. Who fucking cares if Brad and Chad down the street get married? Who, seriously? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Because if you make an enemy out of them, then you gotta live on that street with them until one of you either dies or moves. Also, you should just be happy that they're not beating the crap out of each other. And you got to listen to that shit all night during the summer when everyone's windows are right? open. Or that, I don't know. It's just so fucking dumb. Just don't be it a is. dick. It's not that hard. Unfortunately, it is hard. And that was a it terrible is. pun. <laughs> and I wasn't even trying. <laughs> oh. Phrasing. Phrasing. That now. was terrible. That's how we get ants. <laughs> I know. It's so terrible. I really miss that show. I do, I do. too. A lot. I don't know what happened to it. They weren't like, hey, we're leaving. They just disappeared. Well, the last season he was a pilot, right? Yeah. You know the show we're talking about, Archer? Was that the last season? Because I feel like I'm so confused. It was Dreamland, right? Well, that I haven't been able to figure out because I didn't watch enough of it yet. Okay. But But yeah, with the plane where like they're at the hotel and stuff on an island or something. That's, yeah. That's what I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I never watched it. I saw a couple episodes and then I read some kind of chapter where they're like oh they make him a pilot now so i was like oh well i guess oh you know because they were always blowing everything up so i figured they yeah. finally went out of business yeah. for the second time i don't know they blew everything anyway, up and nothing all else. archer fans <laughs> if this gets you to contact us tell us how wrong we are please <laughs> jesus fucking christ somebody like hello i'm giving away weed hey 
hey, is this thing on? No, you guys. Do you guys know someone? Because I I know someone. Hey. Hey, who's, no one? No one? Just Heather and Ruth? Okay. All right, then. See you guys in, well, oh, that's a nice segue. <laughs> uh, we will see you very, very soon. And for the rest of you, it'll be a little bit longer. Yeah, a couple of weeks at least. That's right. Well, we will. We won't see you or hear you because you're fucking silent. Stop doing that. Just like tell us. I don't know. Tell us we're dicks. We don't even care. Troll us, please. Yeah, that'd be nice. Somebody. You anybody? I that, could get behind that. You know, a troll. Yeah, come on, bring it on. Because I don't know. I'll just start. Maybe I'll just start posting, and then we'll talk about like you know. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about liberal things, and then people will eventually lose their shit, especially the assholes I have on my Facebook. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, I let's make a video. Political or religious in a long time. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, I did post the whole uh, the dump Trump or whatever thing when you push the thing on it and you go to the website. There's an air horn. And when you push on the screen, it goes, and it blows his hair <laughs> in whatever direction you got That's the horn. What is it, like a, an that. interactive GIF or something? Or Yeah, it's very, uh, but yeah, is that I didn't what they see call? that, but I'm going to play with it oh, later. Oh, I'm totally going to find it for y'all right now. We're gonna, I'm going to post, I'm going to share that to Punk Wisdom. Yes, and for about five minutes, it's the funniest fucking thing you'll ever do. Yeah. And then you're but, like, all right, I'm done, and then you yeah. go back to your life. Whatever. But no, it was great. Up it later. And then you like giggle, and then you go someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No, really. They're like, yeah, you've been doing that for half an hour. I'm like, I know, but it's just so funny. You damn potheads are just so violent. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Hey. <laughs> I, I think one. I was just dropped one too many times. That's me. Oh, there. TrumpDonald.org. So don't talk to us. Talk to them. Go there. And then come back and tell us how fucking funny this is. So we don't have any – we have the sound effects thing, but we don't even use it on this show. No, not very often. A lot of times yeah. it's – the timing is bad. So. so here we go. And we do have to go after this, but I totally want this to load faster. You can do it. Anyway, um, we do have uh, some ideas for some fun stuff in two weeks, which will be today's the 8th at 14. Wow. No? 20? What? Wait. Nothing. No, um, it would be the 22nd because I have my next appointment on the 23rd. Yep. That is so. Wait, what? My session three on my arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to get this thing to load and I'm not really paying yeah, attention. Yeah, you're right. I made a joke about your math <laughs> skills being lacking and I was wrong. All right, it's not going to do it, but I will share it to Damn the it. Punk Wisdom page. Cool, I'll, cool. All righty. Get outside. Well, Jessica, anyway. Jessica came in for the last five minutes with a hurrah. What? She did come in to talk about our drunk dogs. Yep. yep. And I love puppies. I did. She missed all the I sex talk, but that's okay. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <sighs> another day. Another day being me. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate. Uh, Ruth, thanks for the whoop whoop. Uh, Jess and Matt and myself. Thank you. Thank you, everybody out there, for not being dicks, listening to us on Punk Wisdom, Podcast Detroit, Royal Oak. Check them out. There is a ton of good shows on here. Yes. If you hate us, tell us you hate us, and then go find another show, and then come back and tell us how much you love them. All right. So between now and then, do a little bit of homework. Find yourself something interesting. For God's sakes, don't hurt yourself.